Hey, After Buzzers, this is The 100, Season 3, Episode 16, the season finale, Perverse Instantation Nation. Yep, I nailed it. Part 2. Join us uh, for the talk about it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yo! Welcome back. Oh, man. We are on our season finale. It's so sad. I was clapping for you. I was clapping for you just now. Your delivery was amazing. Thank you very much. I am a professional, guys. The best. Uh, and you know me, Tari J. Miller, uh, and I'm joined by two wonderful co-hosts, as always, Mr. Ben Bateman. What's up, everybody? This is the finale. This is so exciting. We've been waiting. She came back. She came back. So excited to be here. We're, I'm going to start opening this champagne while you talk, Alexis. Oh, nice. okay. Alexis. Oh, I'm Ben Bateman. You can find me at Ben Bateman Media. <laughs> Hi. Hey, everybody. Uh, I am Alexis Torres. You can find me where all shenanigans will ensue at a Torres 890 As you can see, I tried really hard to get the Alexa makeup to work because <laughs> I just moved recently, so all of my stuff is everywhere. So I apologize if it's not exactly. Girl, it looks real good. Cool. Real guys. good. Yeah. Real good. I expect yes. you to pull out two swords any moment. Well, it's funny because I do have two swords in my car. I just didn't bring it. Oh, like, nice. Yeah, because I was scared that yeah. it was just going to be all over the place. Right. <laughs> Brace yourselves. Uh, and I, you can find me at Tari J, T A R I J A Y. Um, we are toasting to the finale, guys. Um, it's been a, a long season, a great season. Um, there have been trials and tribulations. Whoa. Just so much happening, and I'm glad to have experienced <laughs> it with you guys. And so we're we're cheersing real quick. For those who are listening, uh, cheers to you as well. Uh, that was and the sound of the bottle. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers for cheers. Awesome. another season of our favorite show. Indeed. Um, it's a hard thing to say when you do multiple after shows. I want yeah, to say whatever true. show I'm on, but you know, there are moments. Yeah. All the time. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into it. I'm gonna I'm go gonna... Granny Lexus first. Granny Lexa for oh, a second so that I can see your face. Granny Lexa. It's a good look. It's a good look. I'm gonna tell all the children. Oh, I was kicking ass with my two swords. Sorry. <laughs> we're, guys, we're trying to get our our chat uh, going. We're yeah, gonna try. mine just crashed. We're gonna so. try our damnedest, but uh, if we can't, you know, it is. We love it is. you. We're gonna talk I, about the show though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you can't if you can't catch us on the on the chat. Um, keep up with us on Twitter, uh, and as you know, you have our Twitter handles. Uh, yeah. So, jumping into it, we got Abby returned to the fold, oh my redeemed, gosh. guys. Yeah. Right? Mm. Crazy. It was like oh, a, there we go. It was like yes, a uh, Granny Lexa up in this house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally like a like a Matrix moment when they take the thing out of his stomach with the gun. You know yeah. what I'm talking about in the car? Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it seemed like when she we used the EMP to take the thing out of her. She didn't actually take anything out of her neck, but that's kind of what it looked like. What it reminded me of. In fact, there's a lot of Matrix imagery with the flame and its little tentacles coming out yeah. of the neck and all oh, that. Yeah, so Both creepy. of those, I feel like, are totally drawn from that. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. thank you. Everyone being in a virtual nice. world. They're all being so nice oh, to us. Oh, thanks, guys. Ooh. So nice to us. We're trying here. I'm trying. <laughs> um, up here. Chat is up. We got it. We can see it. Yeah, and we're going to try to interact. There. Hence yes. why I'm wearing my glasses. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't see that. So there you go. I'll send pictures later. But anyway. And but my yeah. glasses are fake, so I can see it anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but ours are real. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to fit in. Nerd glasses. Nerd. So, uh, yes, uh, we got 
that sweet gun. I, I wish that like that was used a little bit more. Like mm-hmm. it yeah. wasn't just a one shotter because it was really cool. The thing in the back of, of, of yeah, uh, yeah. Page's right. neck. Yeah. Um, but also, I also I, I like that their first move was to bring back their paladin. Yeah, you know, yes. the healer, that was just awesome. to make sure. Because yeah. they couldn't have pulled this off without. Her. No, 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 no. If if they didn't bring Abby back and she was just knocked out, aha, uh, we just, if it was knocked out, then yeah, no, that would that would not work. Yeah, at all. Like, at all. (laughs) And I'm also just glad to have Abby back in the fold, because even though we didn't get to... Like, we saw a lot of her, but, like, most... It was either, A, she was just kind of, like, conflicting people, and then the other half was her being chipped the entire time and her being tossed around a little bit. But now she was like, I am in control, because my daughter is in... And I love the little mother-daughter moment that they had. It was really nice. Phone feedback. Mine is is dead, so... uh. That's I'm on That's airplane. probably just my phone. Um, did you guys find it at all peculiar that um, that no one died of of consequence? Um, uh, right. I mean, I'm not forgetting something, am I? I mean, aside from obviously Lexa dying a second time, but like, can't, I don't want to relive that. Right. But, <laughs> right. I, but I just mean like none of our mains. I mean, there was no. one more. I thought Jasper was dead. Right. Did we all well, had, we all Pike had a died. Oh, that's true. No, I take it back. I was like, Pike died. Pike yeah. didn't die. But Pike was kind of a character who like. I think we all knew he was going to die. It was super hard to imagine Mike Beach actually making it through the end of the season. Yeah, like, I mean, he was the season's big bad. Yeah, it was very hard to imagine him making it. Um, right. Turns out he's a friend of a friend of mine on Twitter, a guy who's in my fantasy football league, who's actually the villain in The Last Ship. Oh. Um, I didn't even know oh, that until yeah. recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you watched The Last Ship? I, I just started. Yeah, so yeah. his name's Fernie, Fernando yeah. Chin. He's a good friend of <laughs> mine. Awesome. Uh-huh. Um, he's uh, in the movie Warrior, which is one of my favorite movies, and that's how I met him is because I, I I know a bunch of the guys in that movie now. Right. Now he's in my fantasy league, and I tweeted at him the other day. Mm-hmm. I think I tweeted about the 100, maybe, and then he tagged Mike Beach and was like, hey, Mike, you're on the 100. Get back at Ben. And I was like... Oh, cool. Nice. But he's dead now, so <laughs> it's unfortunate. We could still have him talk about how he felt. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Maybe, maybe, maybe next season we can have him come on. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. But we should I all mean, work on our best Pike impression, too. Uh, no, not that to would like, just be you. Yeah. <laughs> not to jump too far ahead, but like... We don't know that he's dead necessarily. What? He was stabbed in the stomach, uh, and it was it was brutal. Through him like, with a sweet through knife, him, like completely through his body. Okay, guys, we've seen worse. Yeah. Okay, Can yeah. we all just talk about the fact that we never saw Rowan? Nothing ever. We just like, he just got he got carried away after getting shot in the throat. I thought he was dead. I yeah. thought he's just gone. I mean, they just like he was still breathing, and they like carried him away as though he was not dead yet when he right. got shot, and they just we just never saw anything. I guess he's dead. I, mean, I guess. I would imagine if he's not like he definitely wasn't going to be uh, a very big factor in this whole ordeal right. just because he was he was shot like let's see 30 minutes before the events of this episode right um, so he was either on a cross try, getting uh, tempted with the chip yep. or he was bleeding it to death or he's dead. Um, somebody in the chat just pointed out something. I would like to explain this because I know we did it once before, but it is the finale. So anybody that's watching this that is wondering, maybe you missed it. Somebody just said, remember when Lindsay Morgan was supposed to be on here? Uh-huh. And uh, just one last time for everybody, that was just, it was a reschedule. Unfortunately, it happened late enough in the season and she had to go to San Francisco to film a movie. Right. It's been tough to get her back in here. We will eventually get her in here. I promise you. Um, <laughs> we've been in touch. She's totally excited to come back. But just in case anybody watching is like, oh man, we never, she will come on. I guarantee it. It'll happen. Yeah. Um, calling it right now. Sorry. So, Sorry to hijack. Yeah. The short answer is, yes, we do remember that. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we get this crazy plan that Clark comes up with. Right. Where she's basically like, all right, we're going to transfuse Antari's blood. Right. Uh, and then... 
I'm gonna mm-hmm. jump into. Oh, that is so, Alexis has problems. I know that this is just for story and plot, CW th- things, fantasy worlds and stuff like that. Guys, that's not safe. It's not sanitary. It's uh-huh. not. It's not real. <laughs> Maybe Nightblood is like O positive no. blood. Okay. Okay. Fine. You're talking uh, about. You're just talking about the fact that no one was like. Do we like? Do they have the same blood type? Let's not check. And then like, let's use this probably also, unsanitary it, needle. And there's a dead person. Yeah. And you're just gonna be like, yes. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> no. All those things. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It was, it was a little bit of a stretch. Can we all just admit though, the fact that it was a stretch doesn't matter when it was like Richard Harmon like pumping the heart with his hand. Yeah. You jump to it. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. So guys, amazing. every moment leading up to it. I wish you guys could have watched me because literally I was like, oh, I wonder what they're doing with that scalpel. I should probably cover my eyes because you guys know I'm squeamish. Both these guys here, when they were looking at it, Ben's face was just like, ah, oh, and Tara was like, yeah, and I was just like, can I look now? Come on. There, there's, there's like a face that I make when like something on screen oh, gets me kind of grossed so out. so gross. I can, I can tort my face in this weird way and like don't move it until it's over. It's yeah. like a weird twitch. Oh, it was the best. Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever seen your face do that in my entire definitely life. Definitely was, was grossed amazing. out. Amazing. But it was awesome. Well, yeah. I just, I was just not ready for it. Because <laughs> I think for me... Um, kind of going into your your whole point about realism, oh. in that like they have they're they're basically transfusing this brain dead girl, yep. and of course she's gonna start like hemorrhaging and things like that. Yeah. So like the logical step is that like she's gonna die and something needs to happen. Right. So just the fact that they went there that like they it's cut awesome. her open, they like they hand pumped her. The whole and so the fact, good, and the fact that it was Murphy that did it, I was just like, Murphy, man, just can't he just can't get a break, oh my poor yeah. guy. And like, just like with the sweet wrench, she like just like jams it in and like stretches <laughs> yeah. her chest open, and you're like, oh yeah, this this is this is what I thought. She goes, mm-hmm. she, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, oh. just reliving it. <laughs> she goes, she goes, open her shirt, and you're like, oh man, are they gonna go there? Are we gonna really see some on tar-? And then and then it's like, cut her chest open. Yeah. Let's skip the part of this that's even remotely possibly like a sexy thing. We're just gonna slit her chest open <laughs> and open her heart and like I, you're just like watching and you're like we didn't even bother to go there for a second it was just like you <laughs> use the scalpel pull it open jam a piece of metal in and then yeah. start pumping the black heart with her hand right I was just like this show just wow <laughs> whoa uh, it was great um, I mean so gross it, more alcohol <laughs> yeah, would you like some more? yes please <laughs> I mean uh, uh, who who said it uh, everyone in the chat right now is saying Murphy was the MVP of this season. Oh my and god! I'd agree. I completely agree with you. I thought Murphy, even though again he was getting the crappiest end of the freaking stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is. He made it out on top. Yeah. Because he was just top dog. Just another. just another day on the ground, says Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> He's such yeah. a sweet character. He's such a sweet character. Yeah. Like uh, no, definitely, definitely, really redeemed himself. And and we talk about the arcs these characters have gone through since mm-hmm. season one. And uh, by next season, I'm hoping we all come back through season four. But yeah. um, by next season, I will watch the whole show again. I, I will. I'll probably just binge it right before we come you back. You should. Yeah. But um, just like thinking about like, the way we all felt about Murphy towards the end of the first season, and he's got that scene with Raven when she gets shot, and they're kind of lying there, and you're finding out a little bit about his history and. They're both kind of loners a little bit, you find out. But, like, he's just come such a long way. And you really did, I really did feel that feeling of, like, you deserve to have this girl because you've gotten just pooped on, man. No, the yeah. entire time. <laughs> yeah, like, it's cool that you got to to find to find your girl. Yeah. yeah. No, I like... And save her, too, because mm. I thought she was definitely got, not going to make it. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 They, we were real close. There was times where I just thought she was just going to fall off a she building. Did. Or something. Yeah. Just, like, accidentally get shot. I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, but I have to respect uh, the fact that on this show, if you're ever to really truly be, like, redeemed, yeah. you have to mm-hmm. earn the crap out of it. True. Absolutely. Like, anyone who has been relatively despicable has either gone down a dark, dark path or has had to fight and scrape to get back in everyone's good graces, or they're constantly conflicted, like Bellamy and Clark, where they're always teetering on both sides. True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's interesting. We already we already alluded to it, but I guess it's interesting that Pike was just not going to be able to experience that redemption. He but, just... but I don't think that we, we could have continued with season four without having Pike's past keep coming up over and over and over. Right. Right. And I don't think that his character would have progressed. I mean, it's great that he was able to team up with everybody and, and get everybody to safety, but I didn't think he was going to make it. And I don't think the fans would have liked it, yeah. personally. F. Pikey had it coming, says uh, Crystal Mejia. That's true. <laughs> yeah. He did yeah, have it coming. I give that to you. I just think it's great that it was still Octavia that did it. Instead yeah. of him just dying on his own, yeah. you know? Right. I like that she was just like, hey, thanks for saving me. You're dead now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I Okay, so I want to talk about her whole journey through this episode. Octavia? Yes. Um, yes. Because, so we get this this early piece where she's sitting there sharpening her knife, and it's real sinister. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. And then, like, in my mind, the most logical thing is, like, work together and then yeah. settle your differences mm-hmm. after. Right. You know, when you know you're going to survive. But she scrapes him from the beginning, essentially screwing everyone over. Totally Which I selfish. think she realized as it was happening, she's like, oh, okay, this, this I should have just waited until the end. Which she technically... Right. Did. Yeah. There's also but, the moment that yeah. she she slices his leg and she's standing there watching him on the ground as he's getting beat up, and she has that sort of look and she's standing in that way like I don't know what to do. What did I do? What am I watching? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the that's one of those moments where you're just like, again, she's like like nine, 18, something like that, right yeah. around there. I think she's like 18, 19 years old, maybe and, 20. And she's gone. No, it can't be 20. It hasn't been that long. No. She was under okay, 18. Okay, so then okay, and then yeah, 18 or 19. She must be 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Again, we forget sometimes because of the circumstances of the characters in the show, but like, she, she's gone through so much already. But imagine being an angry 18-year-old, like when you're, you're just full of angst and you're full of hormones and you yeah. have, you've watched the love, what you feel is the love of your life, executed. And even though he's on your team, you're looking at this guy and all you can think about is the image of him with Lincoln on his knees, putting a gun to his head, and you're like, I want to work together to survive, but I don't give a shit about that right now. Right. Yeah. Right now, I'm just thinking about how angry I am because, like, I am pissed. I don't want you alive. And that's, I think she did it, and she kind of was like, she, she didn't know what to do with herself. Yeah. And then again, at the end, when she ultimately does what she does, I think it was just like, it's just that anger. She couldn't get past it. Yeah. And we, we've all seen that Octavia doesn't... She, 17, she, everybody says she's 17. Oh, okay, she's yeah. 17. Well, that makes more sense now. But at the same time, I understand that she usually... She is she can usually be pretty logical, but she definitely thinks with her heart more than her head. Yeah. yeah. So definitely at that point in time, even after and her obviously doing her awesome walkout, like, I'm done. <laughs> mm. uh, and... Uh, it was it was it was nice to see her kind of live up to the fact that she's like even though I did mess up and I should have waited I like that she still went through with it and was like no you're not getting you're not getting any type of peace you're going to die right right but that made me feel bad for Pike a little bit um cuz he overall his biggest flaw was that he was so I won't say noble, but he was so strong in his will and like what his view was. And that was, that's ultimately what his 
issue was. It mm. wasn't that he was a bad person. Mm. It's just that he was strong-willed and had a perspective that we didn't agree with. Right. right. You know, and so in the end, he did what was noble and he he saved her yeah. um and helped save everyone else and then he gets a blade through the stomach. Yeah, he got just sheared through. <laughs> yeah. Kebabbed. Um yeah, I felt I did feel a tiny bit bad for for Pike, which is saying something cuz I definitely just wanted to see him die, but yeah. At the same time, I knew that his character could not move on until season into the next season. There's no way. I would have to agree. I mean, I, I felt a little sympathy for him at the end. Um, when we were talking to Ricky, actually, what he what he said about Pike's character is he felt that the execution and them doing with that with the character was actually made him like a less sympathetic character, made him just like a just a straight villain. It's right. harder to sympathize. And in some ways, it's true. And in some ways, it's true. Um, obviously, you know, executing a prisoner and all like. It does kind of send a message as a character. I think his thing was he was just very survivalist and pragmatic. That was the way he looked at the world. Yeah. And it was just like, it's not going to be pretty. We can't always... I guess it's like this. If you're the star of the show and you're a teenager and you're Clark, essentially, mm-hmm. any idea you come up with, even if it's a flawed idea, will inevitably work out. Like, right. Because you're the star of the show and that's what the show's about. Yeah. But if you're Pike... Any idea you have, even if it is based in logic, if it is pragmatic and it is survivalist, it kind of it can't work out. Like it, it's it, it could, but that wouldn't be that interesting. Right. So like his idea of how to survive ultimately did backfire, and it ultimately did make him a villain. And so he ultimately does die because that's just like the nature of of the show. And so I think like I felt a little bad for him, but it was also one of those things. It's just like what do we what do we really expect here? Like you essentially were the villain of the season. You, right. You're, no, yeah. you're not gonna make it out. Like there's just no way. It would have been interesting, but I guess I guess Jaha survived and Pike didn't. That's weird, right? I can't yeah. believe that. Can't but really I'm not believe. gonna I'm not gonna get too far into Jaha's well, whole character. I mean, Jaha as a character though, like he's he's survived so much. He has. Um that like it un- you understand why he stuck around. Also, his him as a character as well, you want to see him feel the the repercussions of his actions. Right. Like he unleashed this uh, this technical AI virus on everyone, and so you want to see him let not suffer for it, but you want to see him pay for it. Well, let's also not forget with Jaha. Back in the day, when Jaha left and was like, "Ha ha, John, let's look for salvation," and they were like, you know, they went on their journey. Yeah, your eyes here. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, like oh. when you think about that happening, he was a man. Uh, with like a man without a country, essentially, he felt totally lost. Yeah. He felt uh, disenfranchised. What was happening on the Ark? Mm. He didn't feel like he understood the world. He was looking for something. This is before the chip. Yeah. He was a madman, already a cult leader before he ever took the chip. Then he took the chip, right? And that's when he got really crazy. Yeah. So I think it's hard to imagine Jaha being just like, forgiven for everything. Yeah. All the other characters, I would say, did something because it was like they were forced to. Yeah. He. Like, that was his choice. Yeah. I, I don't connect to this society anymore. I'm going to go look for a new one. He thought he found it. Uh, and granted, I guess he was an AI in the end. He was controlled. But it's. I'm wondering how will these characters deal with him next season? Because you just have to consider he's dangerous. He was dangerous looking for something else. Yeah. So I'm assuming that, I mean, not to get too far into predictions. Chaha is always crazy. No, it's true. It's just like, if, you, if anyone is a Scrubs <laughs> fan, it's like, hooch is crazy. Uh, but, like... Uh, I think that what's going to end up happening is he's probably going to do what he did in season two, uh, beginning of season three, where he just kind of leaves and goes like, "I obviously, I, I, I don't 
belong here and I've already caused a lot of pain, I should go. Yeah. But I don't know where he's going to go. No. Or we're just never going to see him again. He's got to be in prison, Do you think guys. That was, yeah, or I, that. I don't think that you can let Jaha leave because I think... I He'll think just he come was, back with something else? <laughs> well, okay, so like, as I said, like you can think he was... It's not like he was willing to be controlled. That's not really the point because right. once you take the chip, you are controlled. So like, maybe he didn't know what he was getting into. But the point is, eh. he was looking for something else very specifically. He was like, did not want to be part of that team anymore. And I think from a point of view of safety, you have to imprison Jaha. So are we just going to have him in prison for the entirety of season four? I guess. I mean, it feels like it. It would It would definitely invite, like, another one of these just, like, peripheral controversies of, like, a man of color in prison. Like, it would not, it would not like, like play well, I feel like. I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, I unless he was, he like, a... I that he actually died in this, in this episode, to be honest. Well... You guys so, know, you, I mean, you, sorry, I threw that out, but you guys know what I'm getting at, right? There no. are all yeah, these no, peripheral no, yeah. controversies that come. Right. It's like, this is a plot on TV, but then this is also like an offensive thing, and it's like, well, but it's just a plot on TV. Yeah. So. Well, um, okay. So this is this will be a nice bridge into like the the issues that are, are introduced for later. Right. But, I mean, if, if we do end up having him in the, uh, in prison, yep. then he could be a nice, like, like Hannibal Lecter type characters oh, because he's yeah, had to I deal with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. he's had to deal with like being a pragmatic person in terms of like, these are how many people can survive. This is like what right. it takes to exist in this world that is dying. Um, well, because hate yeah, to see we, Isaiah Washington in prison the entire time. Yeah. Though. Well, we also forget, though, that he was the chancellor up top right. when they were in the sky. He, he ran the whole show. So there's, there is a certain amount of like him being in prison, like, I made mistakes, I'm enlightened. I'm a little untrustworthy, but I did know how to run a society, so I can be of value. And that right. could be, I mean, that could be like an interesting angle, I guess. Can Wells come back, says someone. <laughs> <laughs> I would like for that to be a thing. Wells in the City of Light. Um, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, Wells oh, cannot no. come back. The answer is no. No, no. not that. I'll no. talk about Jaha. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I have I, I have mixed feelings about Jaha's character right now. My mind is blown that he's alive. That that's probably if I was gonna go into this episode, what would be the biggest surprise? Yeah, it would be Jaha living. He, it just yeah. it seems so preposterous to me. Yeah. How many how many lives does that guy have? He flew he's like down a cat. from he has space nine lives. <laughs> in a rocket. Yeah. He he like then left society and found himself in like a winner-take-all prison situation against Kane. One of them managed to survive somehow. Mm-hmm. He, like, left civilization and wandered through a minefield with, like, no idea what he was doing. Yeah. Managed to survive that somehow. Became the show's ultimate villain. Somehow managed to, like, get deactivated and not die. Now uh, he's just alive still. Got uh, shot, I think, but I think he's just still alive. He's yeah. just a cat with nine lives. He's just gonna make it to the end, guys. Um, I'm actually speaking of Kane. I was quite surprised of how... No, I'm glad that he survived. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. You guys know that. Um, but it was it was interesting to see his character break down from being such a tough character from yeah. day mm-hmm. one to now. I mean, we've seen him have his emotional times, but this is like... I was trying to kill Bellamy. Yeah. Like, fully choking him out and couldn't control myself. And he completely just broke down. I thought it was great for we his character. Ma- we talked a lot about the sort of like sci-fi horror thing. The right. Zombie, the sort of zombie element. Yeah. Um, so much. Very much enjoyed it. I, did I see the movie Dark... Uh, was Dark City? Dark City. No, what the hell is that movie? Anyway, uh, it's a similar thing, though. Of like just It's not like zombie, like snarling zombies. It's right. like people possessed. Though, actually, to that end, the snarling thing, yes. when Abby was about to come back, there was a part of me, because I've watched so much Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead recently, mm-hmm. where I was just waiting for him to be like, ah! I'm like, get up and bite Clark. Uh, <laughs> that would have been weird. Yeah. Also, I 
I'd be okay with it. <laughs> pretty, 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 pretty cool. But yeah. like when they started uh, climbing the building, it was very uh, yeah. World, yeah. was it World War Z yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. like totally. that very whole scene. So. And then I, I pointed out if anyone has watched any Disney movie, uh, Hunchback in Notre Dame, where they're throwing up like ladders to climb mm-hmm. up there to get to Quasi was like a whole thing. And I played that weird PC game also where you have to kick people. Off. I, I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting out of hand. Sorry, <laughs> but I I, I I did like it. Uh, I thought that was very. I I did like the fact that we continued with the the sci-fi horror with the fact of zombies crawling up. Yeah. Do we even know how tall that tower is? It has to be at least holy crap. Like at least twenty to thirty stories. Because I knew I know that they can't feel pain, so I'm guessing they can't feel tired either. Right. Because holy crap, they climbed the entire like the my muscles building. would be yeah. killing me after she'd hit the kill switch. I'd be like, oh god, I can't move forever. I mean, that's why they all collapsed. They were just like, God, guys, we're tired. <laughs> like, I, we just we can't. Thirty stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to that end, so to that end, I actually think. We talked about at the very beginning of the season. I, I remember <clears> saying <throat> that I was not particularly pleased with the sort of like that sort of City of Light uh, AI storyline. I was okay. I was annoyed oh, by yeah. it. I yeah. remember at the beginning. I was on the same point. I, I just, was on the same boat. I just wasn't that interested. Right. Um, it ended up being a very very cool part of the story, and I actually liked what they did with this season. Um, this season had some ups and downs, obviously, and there were some mm. there were some lower moments. I was yeah. thinking a lot tonight about the Emerson episode. That was just the biggest oh, waste yeah. of an episode in retrospect. Like we said it at the time, but it was just such. That feels like such a placeholder episode, right? Um, yeah. But but thinking about the way that they end up using the AI, and they really did go in this sci-fi horror direction. Very cool. Yeah. Um, really happy with the way it turned out, and uh, and looking back at the whole season, I, I think that was a that was a big win. Yeah. Um, and speaking of sci-fi, let let's jump into the City of Light because yeah. like whoa, ev- this is so this is what everyone's been much? waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, it's it's the Matrix. It's, it's Inception. Inception. It's yeah. all the things. Lawnmower so, Man. Like it's oh everything gosh, you want. So Lawnmower much. Man Part Two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I told that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. That's <laughs> Sword Art Online. No, like everything. Like um, anything you could think of, a laundry list of uh, movies, it was in this episode. Yeah. Completely. Or the season in general. It was yeah. crazy. Um, I love Jasper uh, eating ice cream, walking around that like was like, Happy oh, Leo. One of my favorite moments. One of my favorite moments. What would you do in the city of life? Well, I would eat strawberry ice cream and sit on a bench. That's what Jasper would do. What else would you do? I'll take a double scoop. Um, yeah, I think triple for, scoop. That was crazy. Yeah. For me, the weirdest part was all these people in, like, regular outfits, but with, like, face tattoos. No, but it switched. Did you see that? Yeah, totally. They were all super clean right at they first. They were all and super all clean, and then right. as soon as they started to notice Clark, they all changed. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that the grounders would change completely. Yeah. It's like, it is like Sword Art Online where everyone's <laughs> avatar changes. Uh-huh. And instead of it being a woman, it's a dude. That was right. great. Um, Sword Art Online is an anime where these okay. people are in a virtual world and they get trapped there and so they originally have avatars and then um, everyone's given a mirror that uh, makes them look exactly like they do in the real world. Got it. Um, oh, so good. It was, it was good. And also there's a dual wielding, spoiler, um, there's a dual wielding swordsman in Sword Art Online <laughs> that um, fights just like Lexa. Um, speaking of Lexa, Lexa's back! That was for an episode. Okay. Legitimately... <laughs> Oh, okay, you go first. Legitimately, that was the single best moment of the whole season. Like, for me. Completely yeah. agree. A hundred percent. I have and, to take off my glasses. And so, it was, as as has, as as has been well covered now by the media and, and so much, it was a tough break when Lexa died. It was, it was not done in a way that was very, uh, like, it was not satisfying nope. for the fans. Nope. And... 
uh, without knowing how this was going to end, it was extremely open-ended. Why did she die? Why couldn't she have just left? Why couldn't she have gone into exile, right? There's so many things. How she died. And agreed. It, it, it did suck. She should not have caught a stray bullet nope. from yeah. her like male servant. It was just such a... It was such an F you and, and to a trope that now I think we all are so much more aware of. But it's I've that was a bummer. Aware of. For her to have died though, to be able to come back like this in this moment was so awesome. I yeah. mean, like, it does not justify that it was handled, but so satisfying. But it was it it also really showed that we didn't have Lexa just kind of stand there and show right. up. She completely went jumping in, swords out, and kicking ass the entire time. Mm-hmm. The whole badass thing we wanted out of Rowan, she was so cool. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that she up. She took out everybody. <laughs> she was so cool. Yeah. I mean, like, she, it is a bummer that that's a character we're not going to get to see on TV anymore. But I liked how she went out this time. Yeah, She totally. went out fighting, and that's what we wanted. She's yeah. a warrior, and yeah. that's how it should have ended. Right. Which I'm, uh, again, super sad, hence why the makeup, but <laughs> she was fantastic, and I loved that we got to see her back for this, exactly exactly how it ended up. What's mm-hmm. it going to take? Start a Kickstarter campaign, four-part miniseries, Grounders, Lexa's origin story, Leisha Devon Carey plays Lexa, we get the whole, and how much money you would took, we have to raise as like a Kickstarter campaign? idea. Or like a Patreon account or something, like a Indiegogo, go fund me. I mean, because I, mean, I know that Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead have done miniseries online, yeah. like AMC has done that. I would love to see Alexa miniseries, or just even Grounders Encyclopedia, just to know what happened from when we first lost the, the, the Earth, and then who was left over, what happened completely with Becca, and all that kind of crazy stuff. Like, I want to see all of it, and then the start of Alexa as like a separate one. Right. Because I feel like we don't get enough of that. We Agreed. just get little snippets. Yeah. I, it, it was a total reminder for me, just be, just because social media has pumped this character through the roof, It's it, it was hard to should. even, it was hard to even remember actually watching the show and like how it felt then because there's just been so much imagery and like Twitter's right. crazy. But then seeing her in this episode, I was reminded of like, not only was this a great character, but their relationship was awesome. It was yeah. so cool how they built it over a whole season. And when they finally did have their moment, like you guys remember when they first kissed, like that first moment, and you were like, whoa, what's going on here? Clark, what? And then it took a whole season for them to actually consummate their relationship was just, yeah, I don't know, it was just cool. And she saved Clark, and then I just, I loved uh, it. Again? <laughs> that was just my favorite. I, I really loved it. I was really sad not to get off the Lexa topic because I could talk about her all the time. I, I was a little upset that Clark couldn't fight back. I mean, I know that she was obviously going through something because of the fact that she was like, I'm dying, yeah. essentially. Yeah. But I was kind of sad because we were so used to her being one hater, and I didn't like that she was just kind of like, oh, God, I'm getting beat up. I wanted to see her try to fight back even just a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I but it doesn't matter. It made up for the fact of, obviously, Lexa coming in and helping her out. You know right. what I mean? But and then she obviously had her moment at the very end. Yeah. So. Yep. Clark's not a fighter, though. She's I mean, Yeah. She fights sometimes more of a planner. Right. More of a planner, but and, I would have liked to and lover. see her turn <laughs> very much so, which is totally fine. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. I just wanted her to do something. Yeah, you wanted this like back-to-back moment where she, where Lexa throws a sword. <laughs> yeah. And they're each fighting. Yeah. Lexa's maybe down, and maybe one of her swords is down, and Clark picks it up and starts going to town. Because right. she, back to she's back. back with Lexa, and that's how it should be. Whatever, I'm not going to get into the fan fiction. <laughs> it's against, come on, it's them against the world. fiction typewriters going. Nah, it, look, all we can say is, it, again, it does not excuse It does not excuse how it was handled, no. but it was about as satisfying of an appearance in the finale, and one that we ultimately knew was coming. Can you imagine if we hadn't known? What if they hadn't had fans to set? 
and we no, we had no inkling whatsoever. Fans that, would go insane. Like, yeah. And like they hadn't listed her on the IMDb. They'd been secret about it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she that had just shown crazy. up. Crazy. I already lost my mind. I would have <laughs> lost yeah. my mind. Our producers had to tell us to shut up because we were screaming <laughs> at the television. It was great. Yeah. Um, no, though not to toot my own horn or anything, but I called it, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, you did. Yeah. Uh, just it. gonna, just gonna toot that. Just beep. Uh-huh. Toot, just, toot. just beep. Okay, um, I'm gonna put my my granny glasses back on now. But yeah, and I liked. Uh, for me, at least, I think that this whole season—not uh, season, but this, the whole scene leading up to the kill switch scene—right was great. Like, cause it was. It was everyone being at the top of their intelligence. Everyone yep. was working towards a single goal. We had the people who were fighting outside um, to protect Clark. We had Raven and Monty trying to help her with the back door. We had Ray, uh, Clark and, and Lexa fighting inside and like ultimately led to this one room where we have a face-off between Alley 1, Alley 2, and Clark in the middle. Um, and it was a really interesting scene. It was a very long scene. Oh my god, um, you took guys! Took a little long. I, I just wanted to say that really quickly before that happened. Yeah. When the when Raven types the code and the like the like metal door appears in the in the alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. So just before they cut to Raven, and and you're like, oh, Raven did it, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in my mind just like Clark. You know, she's a night blood now because she has the blood and she got the chip. I was like, the you thing appeared. She, she just thought that up. I was like. She's the one. It was, like, <laughs> it, was, it was the Matrix moment. I was like, oh, she can totally, she's Neo. She can be like, I want a door there. And she gets a door. Right. And then it was like Raven. See, see I, I, I love Clark. I love her so much. Did not think that that, no. that her brain was thinking, oh my gosh, I should think of a door out here. No. I didn't say it loud. I mean, I didn't say it out loud. But in my mind, I was like, she is the one. <laughs> What's she doing? She's she's believing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nope, it's Raven. <laughs> yeah. Her mom Though, it, I, though, I guess that does bring up a point that, like, in the city of light, you're supposed to be able to do anything. You're yeah. supposed to be, yeah. like, your best self. Um, so that, I found it interesting that, like, people were so relatively limited. Also that uh, you have to assume that uh, Lexa was killing people in real life. Um, so that was the thing. Um, but in this room, um, we get a bunch of exposition about how the world is slowly dying because uh, there are power plants that are exploding and leaking radiation right and soon the world will be worse off than it was when the bombs went off which is weird because i mean sure ali will do anything to get what she wants uh, right and and that's fine but how do we actually know that she did it besides the fact of what we were seeing from being in the city of light yeah, I, I agree with you there. I mean, it was it was definitely the de- so the deliberation as we talked about was long winded when Clark was up there. Dear and she's looking God, kill switch, and that's I think just because it was like twenty seconds, and then it was like two minutes of episode later is what it felt like. Right. Um, but but even so, like I just was kind of like Clark, you're so smart, you've worked so hard, you you've you've literally gambled everything to yep. get to this point, mm-hmm. and and you know that the ultimate villain is this AI who's super smart. Yeah. And you're standing here, and she's saying all these things to you. And you're actually listening and taking this down to the wire, and you're even entertaining the thought when it's like, in reality, as soon as you flip the switch, she's just gone. So like, 
maybe she's telling the truth, but who cares? Like, you're going to have to deal with the problem one way or another anyway. I mean... You think living in the city of light's not the way to live, so you're going to have to just deal with the real world. Like, I don't know. I was I was kind of annoyed. I should. I felt like as soon as she even saw the kill switch, she should have just flipped it. I mean, obviously, we had to do it just for the fact of having suspense. But right, I felt right. like the suspense was... Lo- was it, it was long-lived. I think it was already there. We got what was happening. But I think we all knew exactly what you were saying. Right. That we knew she was going to hit the kill switch. I don't don't understand what we need all that dialogue well, for. I mean, I, in, oh. in action movies, when the guy has to defuse the bomb, and they're yeah. like, you have two minutes, and it's like, done! At a minute 58, you're like, that wouldn't be very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's always down to like three seconds left yeah. and he clips the yeah, wire. So like, yeah, you had to do it. Right. That's dumb. Though, I mean, I would say that I, for a second, I thought that maybe she was going to find a way to merge them without... Uh, it oh. being uh, a hostile environment. Smart. So, like, finding a way to work with the the one that is very human-oriented and the one that is very, um, uh, I guess, not survival-oriented, but very calculating. You're talking yeah. about the two alleys. The, the two re- alleys, yes. The real alley. Or the, the well, science. Alley one and alley two. Becca. Becca. Be- yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought that maybe that was going to be the case, but also, but like, I understand why it took her a little bit of time to figure it out, in that like, she, she, or I guess not she, but like, the world itself uh, that they've landed on is a harsh place. Yeah. yeah. So like, if they could spend the rest of their existence in this world where they feel no pain, um, maybe it would be worth it. Um, because essentially now they're on a uh, they're fighting a losing battle against a world that doesn't want to exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Well, okay. Uh-oh. The reality of that though is like all of that fake world is rooted in technology, right? And True. that technology is preserved by like an extremely um, volatile backpack <clears throat> with like essentially a nuclear reactor inside it and a bunch of computer programs that are like just like just existing which like if everyone's dead and it's just like supposed to just be running on its own to keep the world alive well if nuclear reactors are exploding and the world is like being destroyed they'll just blow up and eventually get corrupted and destroyed anyway and the world's just over in the same way that the human race would die your fake human race of AI people in the city of light would also die if explosions were happening and things were getting destroyed yeah but I see it as if I can't have the world no one will Kind right. of thing. So even if she did end up losing the city of light because obviously the backpack gets blown up and everything else gets blown up, um, right. it doesn't matter if she technically won. Right. And in her eyes, it would be better for everyone to go out in a blink because essentially, so, if if she's knocked out, then everyone will just cease to exist, mm-hmm. as opposed to a slow, painful death that they would face on Earth. Mm-hmm. Emily Slade up here suggests they're going to space again. Do you think it's possible? Do you I think it's possible that with the, with the new circumstances, they're going to try to go back to space somehow? There's no way to get to space, though. Unless I mean, unless they, they like, take the arc, the Arcadia apart and figure out a way to do that. I mean, Raven, like, MacGyver's everything. She's just like, right. she's like, give me some bolts but, and nuts and, and this chipboard, and um, I'll build a, an EMP thing. But are they going to take whatever's left of Arcadia, who I don't even know how many people we have left on from our from space in right. general. One. Two, are they gonna take grounders with them? Two? How are you gonna fit all those people? It's not an arc. Seems, like an actual arc. Like you can just take like it's not I don't know. It seems unlikely. How did you guys feel about the decision to introduce that plot though in that moment? Because obviously you knew exactly how that had to end, but for them to introduce this idea, the world is ending. So even when you win you don't win and Clark addresses this Bellamy obviously. Right. Like did it uh, you want to plant a seed for season four, I get that. But at the same time, like, 
Do you? F- I don't know. I was I was unsatisfied by it. I didn't I didn't really like the way it made me feel about the season ending. This was a season where I was like, I don't mind there being a bow on everything, and there yeah. was a bow on everything, except kind for that of. and Pike. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, yes. I think that it could have been introduced a little differently. Like there could have been a chance that Allie maybe interacted with Clark before she had reached that room. Right. So Allie one essentially throughout her journey in the city of light is kind of dropping these little pieces of information so that like when she finally gets there, it's her own hesitation as opposed to a two sided discussion. Right. Um, So yes, maybe it could have been done differently, but I don't, I think that the way it played out, um, there was no other uh, logical place to put it. Like that, having it uh, be a back and forth at that moment, since everything else was culminating, we had the people fighting and we had like right. um, everyone working on the other mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. I think that that was the best place to put it. It's fair. Yeah. Well, I just I, I didn't think it was bad. I was just like a little like put off by it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it sort of means the idea that we could have a time jump in season four, like we were talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's possible we could jump forward to whatever the decision that has been made is. Yeah. But it's also less likely. It feels much more like we're going to pick up right where we left off because Octavia's walked away and we have this new problem. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I, we could jump two months or six months or even two years and see what's happened or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, either way, I mean, I'm assuming that Allie was speaking the truth and... And the world is ending, but I, I just, I don't know how they're going to get out of this or figure out a way to stop what's happening or slow it down or whatever. So, I don't know. It's 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 weird and interesting to yeah. see what's going to happen with season four. And it was a very weird, not cliffhanger, cliffhanger thing that we just ended on to. Yeah. I have two thoughts for season four. The first one is we've really seen them gamble with the whole Game of Thrones style thing here of sort of no one's safe and they can just do anything. Like, this show continues to surprise me every, every week. Like, yeah. it's... I mean, you do have those slower, like the Emerson, Emerson episode, but you have really cool stuff happen here. And they, right. they take out characters, very, very interesting stuff happens. So that part of me is like, I wonder. I wonder if we're just going to live on this, like, nuclear reactor world where, like, it's just, like, kind of like the nuclear apocalypse again. Um, you know, characters dying and stuff. The other part of me, though, is because of all that controversy and backlash that happened this season, I wonder what chances the writers are going to be willing to take as far as the show pushing boundaries and be sort of being interesting. Right. Um, there was so much negativity in the middle of the season this season. Yeah. Um, just interact, just interacting with various executives and publicists. It was yeah. just very clear that was everybody's just like, come on, like, let's get away from the negative. Like, let's just it's a fun show. Yeah. So I am curious what the writing staff is going to do for season four if it'll continue to kind of have that no holds barred feel to it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, they have six months. We'll yeah. figure it out. To yeah. figure out how to survive if it gets worse or not, or if they fix it right. in some way, shape, and form. Right. So yeah. They have time. If we had three months that came in from season two to season three, then right. Why yeah. Why not? I mean, and we know from the interview that uh, our very own Yell Teagle had with J. Yeah. Roth that yeah. I mean, essentially, after everything that took place, like they decided they're going to have a post mortem, yeah. uh, talk about what the issues were, how to fix them. They're revamping their writers' room, mm-hmm. yeah. and so I know that. So we're gonna, definitely going to have fresh eyes. We're definitely going to have a more, uh, uh, I guess. A more not a more thoughtful writers room but like they're definitely going to be taking some things into account but also I don't think that they're going to temper back uh, 
just the edginess of the show. Yeah. Because it's what makes the hundred unique and it's what gives it its heart is that like they push the boundaries and they do things that other shows aren't really doing mm-hmm. on regular network television. Right. I totally agree with you. And I and I don't I'm not really worried about it. I don't really think it's going to happen. I actually uh as I feel like as someone who sort of experienced like that backlash firsthand on Twitter and, and tried to like really interact with it, You're yeah, I've, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've actually really seen the approach is now split into two factions, right? Um, and there are the people that believe Jason Rothenberg should have been fired or the show should be canceled, and mm-hmm. then there's an enormous population of people that really believe it's about positive growth, it's about mm-hmm. change, it's about bringing awareness to the issue, and we're not going to hold the show accountable because we love the show. We, you know, it's like we've loved the characters. We're gonna try to promote this in a positive way and educate the world, which is like that's that's my attitude. Is there's nothing about this show that makes me feel like we would want to lose it because there was a controversial handling of a gay character. That's not fair. Like right. that's totally unfair. And I think the show is courageous and I think it's wonderful. And I, um, I don't think that the writers would be that close-minded. So right. Um, hopefully we continue to see the show we we've learned to love. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're we're getting really really short on time. Yeah. So I guess uh, we're already kind of talking about it a little bit. So That's real it. fast, let's let's talk, say what we, what we want to see the next uh, now, season. What we think is going to happen. Oh, um, I love the light show. <laughs> I want a very a very important and distinct Octavia storyline. I want Octavia to be like almost like one of the centerpieces of season four. She's one of my favorite characters on the show. She's yeah. a total badass. I love that she killed Pike. Even though it's kind of screwed up, I love that she did it. And she was such kind of a secondary character for a lot of season two, or so, I'm sorry, season three, that I would love to see the season sort of start out with like, what's she going to do? How is she going to live? Even if she leaves the group, just her story in isolation would be fascinating to me. I think she's definitely going to be in isolation, and I think that's good for her to be honest yeah. in her character. Um, I think that it's a good time since we saw Octavia grow so much as a character, even from season one to now, uh, even season two to now. I think that this would be a good opportunity to start putting more emphasis on Clark or anybody at this point. Because I know that everyone has gone through a lot of loss. Everyone has gone through a lot of different trauma that we will have to figure through. Um, So I think hopefully with all the crazy twists and turns that we will come with, I hope that we will get more meat out of everyone's story. Yeah. I yeah. think that it would just, I think that's the one thing that, as much as I love Lexa and I loved her story and I loved Polis and everything about it, I do want these characters that we have learned to love to get better stories in general. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jasper definitely has gone through a lot. I love that we finally got a Monty Jasper makeup for mm. real this time instead yeah. of actually being stabbed with a screwdriver halfway through. Um, so I think that it's just, it's just good. And I think that this is a good time to start doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, what I think is, what I want at least, is that I, I want Clark to try to pull together the 13, uh, I guess, oh, that's 13 cool. or 12 or 13 clans. Yeah. They were the so, 13th clan, yeah. Yeah. So that essentially now they they have their fetch quest. Um, and so they have seven uh, seven locations, and they have thirteen clans, mm-hmm. and they can kind of take them on. And so that will give us an opportunity to meet the other clans, figure out uh, more about this world and how other people have adapted. Because we we finally got to meet the people on the um, on the tanker, so it's cool. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see uh, also more um, Najee Hilker. What sort of character's name? Uh, uh, the 
on the rig. Oh, Luna? Luna. Luna. I want Luna. I want Luna to come back. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely going to. I think she's going to in some way, shape, and form. Yeah. yeah. Great. All right. So we got to wrap out. So thank you so much for joining us this whole season for the hundred. Thank you for tweeting us and following us and and giving us all the likes and thumbs up and commenting every week and coming back to join us. We love doing the show. We love hearing from you. Make sure to keep up with us between the seasons. Um, where can they find you, Alexis Torres? Uh, you can find me all over social media at atorres890. Definitely hit me up. I've got a YouTube channel as well. I do vlogs and I do the hump day uh, lunch hour vlog on Wednesdays. And I would love to hear you guys' input. Nice. Ben Bateman. Guys, you can find me at Ben Bateman Media on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I will be launching a YouTube channel very shortly, like within the next week. I've got like a whole plan I'm rolling out, so uh, that'll be cool. I'm not going to share any details here just yet, but follow me on Twitter at Ben Bateman Media, and uh, you'll be able to figure out all of what's going on. Nice. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Also here on AfterBuzz TV and assorted other places which you can find on my Twitter. And also on my Instagram. Follow that because I need more followers. Boom. Sick dog. Um, so again, thank you very much. Uh, we will see you in the fall or the winter depending on when it comes winter, back. I think it's winter. Yeah. Um, but we will miss you. Thank you again. We will see you soon. Until then, stay grounded. Bye, guys. We love you. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.